and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one world historical page of Talmud every day. And in today's stuff, Moed Katan 28, just, just a moment before we conclude this amazing tractate, the rabbis give us a blast. A whole meditation in one sentence is only the Talmud could deliver about, well, posterity. Have a listen. It was similarly related that Rava sat before Rav Nachman, and he saw that Rav Nachman was dozing, i.e. slipping into death. Rav Nachman said to Rava, Master, tell the angel of death not to torment me. Rava said to him, Master, are you not an important person who is respected in heaven? Rav Nachman said to him, In the supernal world, who is important? Who is honorable? Who is complete? What a shocking, heartbreaking, beautiful moment of a great, great rabbi at the moment of his death saying, really, all of our fame and all of our accomplishments and all of our reputations, they're about to receive a radical transformation in the world to come whose standards are very different, which is a question, of course, for theologians, but also for historians, particularly those whose expertise and predilections have to do with the reputations and long-lasting legacies of important people like, say, presidents, which is why it gives me incredible pleasure to welcome back our very own President Shevar Rav, direct from his very own Oval Office. Dr. Tevi Troy, welcome back to the show. Thank you, Leo. I'm so excited to speak with you today about two of my favorite subjects, presidents and Gemara. Presidents and Gemara and and history and posterity. So I'm going to go straight for the jugular here. It seems to me that the rabbis are really asking a kind of, in a a roundabout way, asking us a question about reputation and posterity and the, the dissonance between how important and powerful we are to shape our own narrative here in this world and how once we pass, we are subjected to a different story, a different recollection, a different memory. Now, I assume that studying presidents, you could name quite a few who in their day were completely beloved and admired, only to be forgotten or worse, reviled by history, and vice versa. People who, while occupying 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, were thought to be just hot messes, who years and decades later were considered quite wonderful, right? Oh, absolutely. You know, my old boss, George W. Bush, used to say when asked about his own historical reputation, he'd say, they're still writing books about the first George W., so I'll let history sort it out. (laughs) And so he was right, but let me tell two quick stories of presidents whose reputations at the time were not necessarily what their reputations are today. So one one is Woodrow Wilson. When I grew up, Woodrow Wilson was a hero president, won World War I and all this stuff. But the truth is, despite the fact that he was beloved when I was growing up and going to school, We've recently realized that he was a racist. He resegregated the federal government. He did nothing while a pandemic raged and 650,000 Americans died. He lied about getting us into the war. And so while he may have been beloved back in the day, he's recently reviled. And his name was even taken off the school that was named for him at Princeton. Now, in contrast, you have someone like Harry Truman, who was despised at the time. Nobody even thought he could win that election in 1948. Uh, He was seen as some kind of a boob, especially in contrast to his predecessor, Franklin Roosevelt, who got to Harvard. Harry Truman didn't even graduate college. But what did Harry Truman do? He desegregated the armed forces. He fought against the forces of totalitarianism. And he was a a tell-it-straight guy. And today, 
Harry Truman is one of our most admired presidents. So I think these things can turn around over time, and especially if you, you as the president are doing the right thing in your day and you let history sort it out. I love that you started off with, with the anecdote of, of the president under whose administration you served kind of having a, a real insight into history. And I'm thinking really about this conversation that we're studying today between Rava and, and Rav Nachman. In your experience, when a president occupies this you know most exalted office in the land, does this logic, does the humble insight of Rav Nachman that as we all pass, who is important, who is honorable, who is complete, does that factor in? I mean, do you think these commanders-in-chief stop to think ever so often, hey, you know, I'm actually being graded on a totally different scale here, and I should really direct my actions not to tomorrow's poll, but to the historians considering me 150 years from now? Oh, absolutely. In fact, one other thing that Milo Busters W.S. said once was when the financial crisis was happening, and he said, when the history books are written, you can be damn sure I want to be FDR and not Hoover, because Hoover was uh, ineffectual as the Depression raged, and then uh, FDR seen as the guy who got us out of it. How do we sharpen this insight? Because we do seem to be living in a world that's dominated increasingly, not just by by data and metrics, but by, so like by micro-polling. Like there are now ways and tools to gauge every little shift and change in opinion. How do we make our elected officials understand this insight that there is a vast yawning chasm between their perception of people's opinions here and now and a larger understanding which is more ethical, which is more moral, which is more complete that forms long after they're gone? It sounds to me, Leo, like you're asking for the lesson. That is exactly what I'm asking for, Robin. The lesson for this episode is do the right thing and history will recognize you for it eventually. Amen Selah. Dr. Tevitroy, thank you so much for being our guest. Thank you. This has been Take One, a production of Tablet Studios. If you enjoy this show, and I hope you do, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we'll be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Daf Yomi. I am your host, Leah Leibowitz, and our producers are Daron Ruske, Josh Cross, Robert Scarmuccia, Sarah fredman Ader, and Quinn Waller. For more information, go to tabletmag.com takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. You could find us on Twitter at takeonedafyomi or join our Facebook group by searching for Take One Podcast. I hope we've made your day a little bit more Talmudic, and we'll see you again soon. Thank you.